Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friend L. Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the little notify bell next to it to make sure you always got your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available in the world of podcasts. That's right. Uh, If you're listening to us in an audio podcast, be sure to leave us a rating, review, or a comment. Yes, please. Make sure uh, it really helps boost the exposure. Going in raw. Mm. Also Mm. on the Patreon, Larson. We have all sorts of reward tiers over on their Patreon, Larson. So many. And it really does help boost the exposure of going in raw. I think we got a couple new patrons here. Going to drop some shout outs for some people. May see what kind of interesting names we've got uh, over the past 24 hours. Uh, let's see here. Uh, two new patrons, John McCleave and Dixon Cider. Oh, wow. Who wants some Dixon Cider? It'll warm your gullet. Well, thank you, old-timey guy. Isn't gullet just your mouth? <laughs> it's going to warm your mouth. Well, you want something that's going to warm all the way down. No, just your gullet. Oh, okay. Then it, then it turns ass cold. Oh, it's time, my new tonic. By the time it, it goes down your feed hole into your innards. <laughs> into your innards. Exactly. Anyways, um, so yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for the support. We cool, great it. show. Yeah, awesome show. Have a good one, everybody. No, I mean, we still have three hours of wrestling to talk about, oh, including gosh. the debut of Eric Bugenhagen. What do yeah. you think of Eric Bugenhagen? Well, I mean, I remember seeing the the promo bit that uh, you saw him while you were at the Performance Center. Yeah. And that was good. I liked his, his promo. I was. He said, we've got the keys, and he actually produced a key ring with keys on it. Yes. I thought yeah. that was funny. You, you, t- you were tickled by that. Yeah, that yeah. was clever. Yeah. Uh, quite a force of character, that Eric Bugenhagen. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got a pretty large personality. We watched some of his... Uh, he has like a YouTube channel where he has some uh, like dieting tips. Yeah. He's, he was he was showing how you could eat like 5,000 calories a day pretty easily. Yeah. Um. So that was cool. Yeah, his his natural personality comes off as larger than life. Yeah, he's like, pretty. It's pretty infectious too. Yeah. Obviously, because he it went really out there and air yeah. a couple times, and everybody loved him. Yeah, and he hit he hit those high notes. Yeah, you know how I knew. So, like you said, uh, while the performance, you can see this in the vlog that uh, I did for the performance center stuff uh, uh, back in October. Uh, so when I saw him do his, I had no idea who he was in the performance center when he did his little promo thing. I, you know, these days it's like you know everybody who goes yeah, to yeah, NXT, yeah, but yeah. they're developmental. If if you know, they'll they'll bring in entire classes of people, and they'll they'll have like like in the, one of the latest class they had like Penelope Ford. And, well, she's at a tryout. She wasn't actually. She didn't actually make the cut though. Okay, okay. At a, well, at the tryouts, they'll bring in names that we've heard of. And then there's like five or six other people who come from other sports. In his case, I believe he was an amateur wrestler. 
They right, said yeah. he wrestled in at Wisconsin. Okay, yeah. 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 Did he also do I forget about the did he do any bodybuilding? He's a jack dude. Oh, he is jack, so maybe He's I don't know. I don't know. know. He also his his uh YouTube stuff, I believe also might have got him some attention because I think he's been doing that for a little while and oh, he's been right. amassing a bit of a fan base gotcha, just on his own gotcha, doing that. Gotcha. Through his own sheer force personality. Uh, Cal Jack uh, tweeted out that he had wrestled him a bunch of times, I believe in high school or maybe at the collegiate level. I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, so he's he's a deep cut developmental guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and when my Twitters, because so I, I watched NXT late last night, but uh, uh, during while NXT was airing, my Twitter started blowing up saying, oh, my God, this guy's going to be going in Raw Wrestle of the Year. This yeah, I saw is that, gonna... too. And immediately I knew who it was. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, it's him. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, so yeah, that was uh, that was pretty interesting. We got the debut of yeah. Eric Bugenhagen. I hope they just, you know, if I assume he's going to be on TV more often given the reaction he got. I hope they uh, develop the character a bit more than just 80s. Uh, glam rock, yeah, air guitar guy, yeah. Because if not, it's going to be another no way Jose situation. Yeah, I I, I completely one hundred percent agree with you. This guy, his sheer force of like natural charisma. Oh yeah, it's off the charts. But that it, being it said, puts him a bit ahead of no way Jose. But I agree with you. That being said, like when you get to the main roster, you need more going on than air guitar guy. You're right. Well, I, maybe we'll find out. Maybe not. Yeah. I like this guy's chances better than a lot of the other guys that we've already seen on TV. For example, I li- I think his charisma far out uh, outdoes Kona Reeves. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dan Matha. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, even if you were to put him side by side with no, no Way Jose, I'd like this dude's chances a lot better. Oh, I do, too, because he's got, yeah, his charisma is off the charts, but he's yeah. got to start, you know, be put in positions where you put on good matches. I wonder show some yeah. more dimensions to his character. No, I know, I know. I just wonder I wonder when the next time we're actually going to see him. Yeah, no, I know, I have no idea. So, like no this idea. could very well be, hey, we like what you've been doing on the on the house show circuit. Let's roll you out for TV and see what people think about you. Yeah. Let's see how you you and I thought, I mean just from from initial appearances, man, I thought he killed it. I thought he did oh, yeah, everything he you should do. He himself really well. Yeah, but it wouldn't surprise me if the next time we see him is going to be 6 months from now. And he's got a new name and an actual gimmick. Instead of uh, uh, hair metal uh, air guitar guy, he's death metal oh. air guitar guy. Yeah, death metal has more. You can do more with that, I think. Yeah, there's, there's layers, <laughs> dimension. <laughs> exactly. Maybe they're going to try to ride this whole Rowan Viking metal, introducing Viking metal to the, to the WWE Universe thing. Well, that's kind of what Bludgeon Brothers were anyways. Yeah. Not exactly Viking, but some sort of medieval metal type yeah. gimmick. That's kind of what it was. The double bass drum in there and everything. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, so that was a lot of fun. We'll get to him uh, in more detail, a little bit more detail uh, in just a little bit. But NXT uh, kicked off Larson with a with, Johnny Gargano yes, promo. With Johnny Champion promo. John Champion. So, uh, you know, he came out and said, I want to take over. Um, I'm a champion now. Feels good. He had a little more pep in his step. Oh, yeah. A little more arrogance in his, in his yeah, tone. He yeah. had a tone of voice, Larson. He did have tone. He carried himself in such a way that he was not exactly a good guy at Johnny Wrestling anymore. No. Crowd loved it, though. Yeah. Uh, and You uh, deserve it, all that stuff. Tommaso Ciampa came down, or came to the ramp, or to the stage, yeah, yeah, rather, yeah, yeah. and said, uh, he said, I'm not out here to ruin your celebration, but, you know, it was great with you out there. This is our moment. 
You're not, you're next to me. And then Johnny says, "No, the only reason I came out at the end of Takeover is to show you, Champa. I don't need you, Champa, to get the job done." Well, he needs his his, his vile tactics. I think that's sort of yes. the larger issue that yes. Johnny wrestling is well, missing. Well, and right I think now. that's what Tommaso Champa said in his mm-hmm. promo too. Say, like, I I set the template. You followed said template, and yeah. now look at you. You're champion. Yeah. Anyway, the Velveteen Dream comes down. Um, Super says, baby face. I, yeah, dream. I won worlds collide. I get title shot. He goes with Champa and says. I don't want you. Mm-hmm. While looking at his belt, goes in the ring, Johnny's face, and says, "I want you. I want you. I want that North American title." Johnny accepts. He and uh, Velveteen Dream start arguing, not into the microphone, so I don't know what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And Johnny kind of leaves the ring. And he starts to back up the ramp, and Champa's still there. Yeah, and he stands next to Champa, kind of looks at him a little bit, looks in the ring at Velveteen Dream. So he, that's the conundrum that Johnny Wrestling is in it now. Mm-hmm. Does he? Does he? Because you can tell he felt threatened by uh, Velveteen Dream's uh, 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 challenge mm-hmm. in the ring. Um, he's a formidable opponent. I think Velveteen Dream beat him recently. Didn't Velveteen Dream beat him on NXT TV? Beat who, Gargano? Yeah. That I don't remember. thought he did. I don't remember. Chat, correct me if I'm wrong, please. Um, so he might have to ask for or just kind of say, hey, Champa, mm-hmm. I can do this myself. Yeah, I'm winking. And Champa's like, "Do you have something in your eye?" That's like the word. Is that your shoot wink? Wink? That's a terrible wink. No, that's my obvious <laughs> wink. Oh, okay. Give me a real wink. Okay, that makes more sense. The other one just confused me. I was overdoing I was it. Like this guy's got some lemon in his eye. He's got some lemon juice in there, like Costanza. Costanza. <laughs> oh man, this is great. Next, so that we're getting that match in two weeks. It was announced later in the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackson Riker of Forgotten Sons. Yeah, he beat him. Versus, uh, what's this kid's name? Uh, something Mansoor? Yeah, it's uh, Manny. Yeah. He, he wrestles in NorCal. He was a NorCal wrestler. And, of yeah. course, he was the. Manny Fabarino? He was, yeah, there you go. Yeah. He was the guy who made sort of the biggest splash at uh, the first. Greatest Rumble. Greatest Rumble, yeah. Yeah, and they the had the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, they had a training camp. Mm-hmm. In Saudi Arabia, leading up to Greatest Royal Rumble, and he was kind of like the standout guy. Yeah, um, amongst the, the the group of wrestlers who were in the ring, yeah, because he's 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 been wrestling out here for a long time. Very charismatic, yeah, fellow. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in any event, he got murdered by Jackson Riker. Oh boy. Oh yeah. They were wiping Mansoor off the mat after this one. Um, so yeah, Riker wins with a, a really great look. And actually, this is the the most crisp I've seen Jackson Riker. Yeah, he's got a new finisher. He doesn't do that thing where he tries to bounce him off the ropes. And do Wise a move, considering yes. it took three times to get it right last yes. time. Yes. The Forgotten yes. Sun still cracked me up, though. But with more bits like this, they will continue to gain some form of legitimacy, hopefully, and they won't be seen... As so feel, much of a joke. I feel like they want them to be uh, like the the new version of sanity. Yeah, sure. But they don't have like that cool it thing that sanity had. Well, Eric Young was so cool in the first place. Yeah. And then you throw a demo in there once they got rid of Sawyer Fulton. Yeah. Um, and then Alexander Wolf is weird looking. And then you got Nikki, Nikki Cross, Cross, who's just yeah, a treasure. Great. Um, You're right. Th- these guys are like very surface and they're cheesy and yeah 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 whereas like we never got a proper manifesto from sandy which i kind of wish we got at the same time just by looking at them you know what they're all about yeah and you don't get that same thing from forgotten sons no there we've talked about this endlessly and it's always a conversation that i love revisiting because it makes me laugh (laughs) but 
they're kind of like you look at them and it's like, oh, are they kind of a biker gang? DC Five Speed says Cole Quinn. Cole <laughs> Manny uh, Fabrina was Cole Quinn. Oh, that's right. Cole Quinn in a uh, in a two K nineteen. Yep, that's right. Did we ever find out if AJ Kirsch ever had a wrestling match against uh, Manny? I don't know. Find out if Cole Quinn versus Superstar ever mm-hmm. fought Buzz. Buzz. <laughs> no, I do have something in my eye. Oh no! Are you winking at me? Do I need to do something? No, I didn't. You're trying to suggest something. No, I have an eyelash in my eye. Anyways, oh anyway. dear. Anyways, um, so yeah, are they a biker gang? Are they a, a group of uh, uh, disgruntled veterans? What are they a mishmash of the two? Do they ride motorcycles? I've never seen a motorcycle in any of their stuff. They hang but out at the. They did hang out at a junkyard in one one vignette. But that's not like a VFW. No. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I don't know what they are. Are they in the National Guard? Sort of maybe reserves military. Are they in the reserves now? But what we know, I think they were all active duty at one point. They should rename them dishonorable discharge. Honorable discharge. I don't know. Soldiers of Fortune. Three Rambos. There you go. <laughs> Third Blood. I got Third Blood, yeah. Three Many Blood. Three Rambos. Three Rambos. That's what you do. Anyways, moving on. Next, we had a uh, uh, Kathy Kelly was uh, she was lingering about yeah, a ricochet, ricochet photo was stretching. Shoot. Oh, yes, yeah, ricochet photo shoot. Thank you. Um, Adam Cole walks in. I like that he couldn't take twenty seconds. To leave his photo shoot mm-hmm. and give her some words. He, I know. She was like, I'm lingering around Ricochet's photo shoot. Anyways, Adam Cole walks in. Um, he says, uh, I want a North American title shot. Ricochet, he just lost. He's like, why are you waiting for him? Back I'm line. right here. And uh, yeah, so he's still after that North American title. Uh, and that catches Ricochet's attention. Because then he's like, whoa, whoa, Undisputed Air is over there. I don't want them to be stealing my time with Kathy no, Kelly. No, He goes over there and uh, he says... I must have knocked you so senseless that you forget that I beat, I beat you for this for title. It. But uh, if you want to go again, let's do that. And sure enough, next week you're going to match Adam Cole versus Ricochet. That's awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to that one. Probably in with some sort of, you know, the, the, the probably got a wonk finish. I don't know. I hope not, but it probably does because these are two like takeover level main event guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And next, it's on TV. Drew Gulak. Which is cool to see him in. Uh, oh NXT. man, this was great. Why? This is like the best Drew Gulak match we've seen. Uh, the Riddle one. Yeah, it was like it was like a takeover level match. I know it was insanely. But good. even 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 in the 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 Bugenhagen match, I felt like there was just something a little different about Drew. Yeah, he's in NXT. It's like they just it's something in the air. They just let you do whatever you want. I think it's, it's like go in the ring and do like just put a good match on. Oh, it's obscene. I, fr- I didn't realize how tall Drew Gulak was. He's six feet. Yeah. I figured he'd be like, I don't know, 5'9 or something. No, I guess not. But he was like, he was taller than Matt Riddle. Like he was the same height, I think. When they were standing, because I looked at it, I was like very surprised. I looked at the picture, and maybe it's because R- Riddle has a bit more of a, a hunch. Yeah. But they're at least the same height. And yeah. Drew Gulak's head was higher than Matt Riddle's well, He's got head. like kind of poofy hair, too. That could be. Uh, but, uh, but man... I would, man, I really want to see Drew Gulak full-time in NXT. Oh, hell yeah. That's, that's the interesting thing about Drew Gulak, though, is that I said this ages ago. When he positioned himself, when he started calling himself the top submission expert in WWE, mm-hmm. that left him open for going anywhere he kind of wants to because he's positioned himself that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've actually seen an effect here. Drew Gulak comes to NXT because they wanted the best submission match they can get 
a really impressive submission style match with Matt Riddle, which is obviously his forte. Yeah. And that's what we got. But first, we had Drew Gulak versus Eric Bugenhagen, uh, who is air guitaring and tickling the crowd quite a bit. Well, not just guitaring, but drumming. He was playing keyboards on the road. Well, he shoot knows all those instruments, apparently. Oh, I've oh, seen right, in right. some of his YouTube stuff, at least, uh, he's he's quite the guitar aficionado. Okay. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I, I yeah. A musical fellow. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's really into that stuff. Cool. Um, um, and, uh, match was pretty quick, not surprisingly, I guess. Uh, Drew wins with the gulak. Afterwards, he grabs a mic. He says he's insulted insulted by the level of his opponent. He, say, he calls uh, Bugenhagen Ben Stiller from Dodgeball, and I got a good response from the crowd. Even the promo was super intense. It was good. Man, you get that good full-sale crowd in there behind you. Uh, I did appreciate, though, when Bugenhagen had the abdominal stretch. Oh, it was air guitar doing the windmills? He started doing the windmills on it. Yeah, that, that was, was funny. Cool. So he says, anybody wants to come out, uh, step up to Drew Gulak, go ahead. Matt Riddle comes out. Bro. Bro. Yeah. And uh, so he answered the challenge. And then we got like a 25-minute match. It was great. This was amazing. This it was, was fantastic. so good, man. It, like The first half, it was just all, and it seemed, I want to say shoot in the sense that they were actually trying to make each other tap out. It just felt like they were out there wrestling. I know it did. Like it didn't feel like it was worked out in advance. I know. And I it know. was great. I, w- I really would like, I, you know, this is the one of the things that I, you just want to know, like, what's the, what's the process here? You know, I'd be fascinated to know what was their process. I mean, mm-hmm. they're both really, really, really good. So it wouldn't surprise me if they got in there and or beforehand and were like, hey, let's do a bunch of cool wrestling yeah. stuff that we can do. Yeah. And then just went from there. Yeah. But oh my god, because I, I I don't know what kind of time they had to prepare. I'm assuming maybe Drew Gulak showed up the the earlier in the week. Yeah. I don't know before yeah. taping. Yeah. I don't know, but holy crap, this is like so good. 25 minutes, I think, of just because this thing was going on and so on. So good. Yeah. So good. All sorts of crazy wrestling submission stuff. In the end, Matt Riddle won with Bro Mission. Well, he had a power bomb. And then uh, 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 a bro trigger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then going for the pin, doesn't get it, and then slaps the bro mission yeah. r- right away on him. I was surprised he didn't get it with that power bomb and then the, the bro trigger. Bro trigger, yeah. yeah. Oh, knee strike. It was good. Apparently, somebody said on Twitter, I didn't. I, I caught this late, but somebody noticed apparently that, uh, and then it was confirmed by somebody else, uh, that uh, Morrow referred to uh, Nigel as Desmond Wolf at one point. Oh, I didn't notice that. TNA name. Yeah. I didn't notice it either, but I was like sort of half paying attention to hmm. commentary. Um, but I, somebody on Twitter, I forget, it's one of the dudes who uh, was also at the Performance Center. I started following. I think his name is Justin. Forget. Anyways, he's like, man, yeah, I rerounded and found that bit. Wow. He did. That's crazy. Interesting. I'm sure it was a joking fashion. Yeah, anyways, <clears throat> uh, Drew and Matt shake hands after the match, kind of like Macho Man style, mm-hmm. holding, holding the wrist. Um, and then uh, Drew leaves. Uh, Matt Riddle celebrates. Matt Riddle's going to be over huge in NXT. Massive star. His promo was good, too. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, main event, Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane, Bianca Belair taking on Shayna Baszler, Jessamyn Duke, and Marina Shafir. Boy, that crowd really puts uh, Marina Shafir through the ringer, huh? They need to ease up on that a little bit, man. You're not really. I mean, I get. I, there's a little bit of trial by fire there, I guess. I guess. But just yelling at somebody, you can't wrestle. Yeah, it's a bit rough. Like it was. It was kind of funnier when it's a guy like Enzo's in there and you're yelling that because he's so full of himself. Yeah. 
And, and he's been there for a while. <laughs> right. Marina Shafir's been there like six months. Yeah. And I get, I get that. With the idea of learning how to wrestle. Yeah. And I get that they're throwing her out there. They're giving her and Jessamine Duke probably a bigger opportunity than a lot of the other, as I call them, developmental deep cuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, by nature of their relationship with Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. I get that. Yeah. At the same time, you know, they they are taking advantage of that opportunity, putting themselves out there, and giving it their damnedest. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not really huge on that. Yeah, I agree with it that. It is what it is. I mean, they're going to take a lot of heat, and they're going to need to learn to develop thick <clears throat> skins. Uh, but, I don't know. I, I, would, I wouldn't be doing that. No. You know? No. No. Uh, decent enough match, though. Uh, Shayna Baszler ate the pin, but it, it took three finishers for her to finally lose. She took an insane elbow from um, Kyrie Sane. Jessamyn Duke breaks up the pin attempt. <coughs> Bianca Belair hits her finisher on Shayna as well. That time, both Jessamyn and Marina break it up. But finally, uh, Io Shirai pins Shayna after a moonsault. And the best part of this match, I thought, was how Bianca Belair reacted to their win. She's still in character, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because she sees Io Shirai doing this, saying, mm-hmm. I pin the champ. I, I, I want a title shot. And she's like, yeah. And that one point where Kyrie Singh grabs her braid and starts to like <laughs> twirl it around, she stop. And then they all raise hands and Bianca Belair. This does this isn't interesting. She's she's up, she's less upset that she wasn't the one that got the pin. Pretty much, right? It was great. Exactly. It was yeah. really good. It was really good. I like when they I like when they stick to like their natural what their character just sort of naturally should be. Mm-hmm. I don't like huge swings from bad guy to good guy. No, you know, no. it's kind of cheesy. It is cheesy. Anyways, ah, oh, nice. We got to talk about NXT UK. Oh, man, it's my favorite hour of TV of wrestling every week, man. I love it. Oh, yeah. Kicked off with Mark Andrews versus Ligero, the lucha from Leeds. Uh, this is a fun enough match. Uh, lots of high-flying, flippy, flippy stuff. Let me ask you something. What? When you're watching this match, uh-huh. maybe, maybe it was just me. I was watching this on a treadmill at the gym. All right. I was watching at home. Okay. Did they seem just a step slower? Yeah. They did, right? Something seemed a little off about this. Where was this? Was this this was filmed in the, the same set of tapings as last week? As as I think it was the day the after post Blackpool. Yeah, yeah. Boy, hey, Ligero's outfit though the the Constructicons outfit mm-hmm. that's great. But everybody seemed to step slow a little bit. Maybe maybe they just had a big high after Blackpool and then they're like calming down a bit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You have a, you have a takeover the next day. You have four hours of TV tapings. Yeah. That could be. That could just be tiring. But, but something, yeah, something. This match is what really stuck out to me. It's like, right, that, yeah. Something, something about this seems a little off. Yeah, yeah. It did seem a little. It seemed a little, a little bit off. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, Andrew Andrew's in a position. Hit his shooting star press, but Lagero gets his knees up, and Lagero wins following a springboard DDT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of surprising they had Lagero go over, but not like Mark Andrews in the midst of a huge push either. So. Yeah, I, I I kind of feel like Mark Andrews might be served way better by being on 205 Live, which I, I don't know if anybody's served better by being on 205 Live at this point. You know, the main event last night was awesome. There's way fewer people. Yeah, and and hey, when they have matches like that, Fatal Four Way at a uh, at the what was it? The Rumble was it? Yeah, even yeah. the one last last night, the main event was really. Oh good. man, it was fantastic. It was really good. It was great. But uh, I don't know. I'm. Not <laughs> I, I don't know who's I don't know whose perception of two oh five live is more accurate, yours or mine. You just yesterday you you said the perception is sort of main event ish. Yeah. 
I wonder where main event falls in the ratings every week. Yeah, it was ne- never in the list that Melser puts out. It's so. never on the list, yeah. So below 205 Live. Is the new newsletter out? Yeah, in order of priority, it's absolute last of the kind of major first-run programming at WB, though. Oh, I yeah, no, absolutely. It's totally, totally. Last, and that's, that's kind of what I meant. It was analogous to Yeah, to, no, I, I, I agree with that. But a lot of people, you know, I was actually kind of surprised, man. When we polled our audience, um, actually, we didn't even poll them. When we mentioned... Uh, the idea, just the idea of us dropping 205 from this show, which we never seriously considered. No, I no, forget no. under what circumstance. I said, I think I just said something like, you know, yeah, nobody really cares about 205. Yeah. I got a slew of like in the YouTube comments oh, yeah. and on Twitter, people saying, nah, man, don't drop 205. So, I mean, just for our audience anyways, I think for oh, the yeah, hardcore yeah, wrestling yeah. fans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some great wrestling on there. There I really still like is. the show. But I'm just saying like in terms of, how crowded because NXT UK is really it is. crowded versus how kind of like rebuilding right now to a uh, 205 live is. I think a guy like Mark Andrews could really, uh, well, would you really rather have a smaller it. role on a show that's, that's more widely viewed or a large gets really good ratings. NXT UK. I know NXT UK. Yeah, I know where, yeah. or be, uh, have a larger role on a show that hardly anybody watches. Well, hold on a second. I'm trying to, Freaking news! <laughs> Refresh it. <laughs> I did. Oh, all right. I uh, can. Next, uh, Oni Lorcan interview. Um, he's asked about taking on uh, grizzled young veterans, young grizzled veterans, young grizzled veterans in Phoenix. Grizzled young veterans. Um, and then Danny Burch just gets off the phone with Johnny Saint. They're all very excited. They're mm-hmm. looking forward to being champions. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, after that, we had a Peter Dune interview. Uh, yeah, they were walking around uh, wherever this was, and uh, Radzi. Uh, was uh, walking with him, and he asked him about Walter. And uh, Pete Dunn said, "Very impressive. I've held this bell for six hundred days. Don't don't intend on giving it up anytime soon." I'm sure we're gonna cross paths at one point, but he's gonna find out why I've had it for six hundred days. Yeah, pretty much. Red Z. Uh, next, Candy Floss taking on Zaya Brookside. Oh, Candy Floss. This is a fun match. Uh, yeah, a lot of submission stuff. Yeah, it's uh, funny. They always say. Who wants to fly with Zaya? Yeah, yeah. But like half her, like 75% of her matches are submission yeah, now-based. I know. <laughs> she's really not a high flyer. No. Anyways. Not really, not so much. She won with the Brooksy Bomb. And then uh, after her win, Rhea Ripley hits the ring. Oh, my God. What? Weekending 129, 205 Live failed to crack the top 20. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. 
The next week it was 10th. Next week, yeah, the next week it was 10th. Wait, wait, because wait. there was a lot going on on the network, uh, the Rumble week, that's why. Oh, yeah. There was TakeOver. Wow, TakeOver Phoenix got number one, and the Rumble got number two. Dang. That's obscene. Didn't that happen Survivor Series week? Yeah, it too? did, yeah. I was wow. really curious if it was going to happen. Oh, my God. Wow. NXT, a brand confirmed. Seriously. And then was NXT TakeOver pre-show, then was the 2018 Rumble, then was uh, 24 Mania New Orleans, then the Page Chronicle, then the 2017 Rumble. Maybe they were playing those mm, on a mm, marathon or something. Mm-hmm. Then TLC 2018. Then NXT TakeOver Phoenix in Spanish, then the Rumble pre-show, and then 10 entries later... <laughs> 205 Live. <laughs> 205 Live. Although uh, NXT 120, uh, uh, January 23rd. Oh, never mind. That was the week prior. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Anyways, after the match, Rhea Ripley hits the ring, body slams Candy Floss, floss uh, like throws Zia aside, um, and then she tosses Candy Floss from the ring, puts Zia Brookside on the cloverleaf. Tony Storm comes down the ring, trying to make the save. Uh, she accidentally head, headbutts Zia, uh, eats a boot, and Riptide for Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Ooh. So that feud is continued. Continue. Not surprising. No. After Next. that, we had a lot of Jordan Devlin's head. Yeah, man. He he really kind of looks like he looked like Big Head Mode in this. <laughs> it's just I'm not sure how far out his arms were, but it was just a lot of head. Yeah. And he looked kind of self-conscious doing this promo because I think he was like outside. Yeah, he was outside. And there's probably like people milling about. Yeah, he didn't want to seem like someone just like, you know, recording a diatribe on their iPhone. <laughs> right, exactly. So, And who knows, he was like, you know, there might be a pub nearby, a couple dudes stumbling out after having too many pints, mm-hmm. like a Wayne Maker comes stumbling mm-hmm. out. Oh, you better end... <laughs> He's like, I'm trying to record my promo here. Oh, buttocks. Yeah. Bridget. <laughs> oh, you remain or leave? I'm remain. Boo. Leave. <laughs> you know that? Remain or leave? You know that, right? That's the Brexit thing, yeah, right? That's the Brexit thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you remain or leave, Larson? Remain means stay in the EU, right? Yeah, man. I'd probably be remain. You got to remain. I'd be remain, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be remain. Uh, would you prefer uh, a bad deal or a no deal? A bad deal means a bad deal leaving EU. Yeah, and no deal means means I don't even know what no deal means. I think it just means that they they leave the EU with no deal in place. I don't know what's worse, a bad deal or no deal. <laughs> it's like it's, that's a lesser of two evils. Situation, I guess so. I, guess. I think no deal leaves the leaves the door open for a good deal. Maybe I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know any of this stuff. Remain. That should that's that's the answer though. Remain. Yeah, man. Uh, next, Wild Boar versus Joseph Connors. I know they probably won't do a whole lot with this Wild Boar guy, but he's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's great. He should keep that vest on for when he fights Walter. Yeah. Because he's got those yeah, yeah, he's probably gonna, he's, rubber. He's going to need that. He's going to need those. Whenever he fights Walter. Man, oh, man. Although that when uh, Joseph Connors was on the ropes and looked like Wild Boar was going to go for a 619. Uh-huh. But instead did like a, a like just like a cross body onto him and bet Joseph Connors back like that. <laughs> oh man, that hurts. Yeah. That looked painful. It did, I know. Like shoot painful. Anyways, Joseph Cotter's ones with don't look down. Yeah. Finally got a win. I love <laughs> losing to Liguero, whoever he lost to that one time. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, so like I, 
it's funny because stuff like this episode kind of does illustrate the point that you've made in the past in that because they don't really have stories, dude, there's really only been like two stories. There's been Eddie Dennis versus Dave Mastiff. That was a story. And then Gallus versus British Strong Style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was a story. Well, we got Jordan Devlin and Travis Banks. That's a story. Yeah, that's a bit of a story. Yeah. And that's and you know what? That ended up being pretty good. Yeah. Uh but yeah, when you get this Joseph Connors and then Ligero beats Mark Andrews, but Mark Andrews is supposed to be yeah, I don't I don't They're know. They're all just trading trading wins and losses a amongst little each bit. other. A little bit. Yeah. It's a little too much. But then like well it, it, Joseph Connors for two weeks in a row had a really good promos. Oh, they might be doing something with Joseph Connors. Loss. <laughs> right away. <laughs> Loss. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, well, this is an interesting direction for the storyline. And then he hasn't done any promo since. And since that loss, I don't think he's had any matches. You know what it's like? It's going to be me because, like, with W. Steve W., so far the majority of the matches have been shoots because I like to I like to, uh, to sort of see how certain things play out. And then I'll maybe start booking some, some work to matches in there into the video game stuff. So whereas I've taken the opposite approach. I'm doing a lot of worked matches, um, and then down the line it'll be more shoot stuff. Right, exactly. But in, in UK, it's all just shoot. I guess they so. They just go out there, whoever wins, wins. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, next, we had Gallus backstage. <laughs> and I- copy, copy. Copy imitations that Joe Coffee, but he spelled it like the drink. Who comes up with these names? It it's might be C-O-F-F-E-Y. Name. Yeah, might be his name. So I didn't know Joe Coffey had a match last night. So I see him sparring with his brother. I'm like, why isn't his brother the one doing the sparring? Oh, my Joe God. Coffey- I forgot to watch that match. I finished up with uh, with uh, Joe. You didn't watch the main event. And then Mark started walking down. And I was like, I was at the treadmill. I was like, God damn, I've done like three miles in this thing. I'm going to go home and watch the rest. And I didn't. Oh, I forgot to watch the Walter match. Let me guess. Walter won and there are some chops. There's a couple chops, yeah. Okay. The, yeah. the worst one was probably the one with his back. He oh, chopped Mark Coffey in his back. That sucks. And like the the chops Walter was doing last night, it didn't get the real crisp smack sound. Oh yeah. He got the guttural of hand hitting <laughs> ribcage. Oh, that sucks. That's so it's more of a thump than a slap sound. Oh man, I gotta watch that freaking match. But man. Mark Coffey's got like a bunch of hair on his chest. Yeah. So you couldn't really see any of the damage oh, done. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. less impressive. Yeah, <clears throat> but anyways, no. You were saying he didn't realize that, that Joe Coffee had a match yeah. last night, so he was sparring with his brother. His brother was holding up his hands, and Joe was throwing some punches. I'm like, why is Joe Coffee sparring when his brother has the match? Well, you didn't note it when he started yelling because is it because the accent's kind of thick? He started saying, first it's gonna be me, and I'm gonna be Goss, and then you're gonna get there." Yeah, I got was punching before that. Yeah. Oh, okay. But okay. once I realized that, once he started yelling, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, he has a match." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, now right. I understand it. Yeah, they Let's just throw him. people out there, man. They just yeah, throw know, them out there. No stories. You have a match. You have a match. You have a match. You have a match. Um, after that, uh, you're gushed. I'm gushed, Mike. Mine. You know. There was an interview with Ginny that was really good. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, uh, Rad Radzi. Yeah, she was getting him some static about his his fashion sense. She had a point. Where was his tie? Yeah. He's usually a very dapper guy. Yeah, no tie. She's like, your wardrobe is crap, and your face is ugly, so you need a, people to look away from that. And then he's like, thanks. How's the division here looking? And she was like, lots of talented women, but... Uh, Once I'm, again, Tony Storm's getting my way. Yeah. Yes, give me Tony Storm versus Ginny. Yeah, man. Yes. I love seeing what they it. can do. Yeah. Uh, next, Ashton Smith took on Joe Coffey. From Galas. 
That's a bit more competitive match than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, me too. Uh, Ashton Smith, he's very herky-jerky. Did Wolfgang and Mark... Yeah, so when Mark Coffey and Wolfgang came out on the ramp first before Joe Coffey, Wolfgang is like... I thought he was going to be the one fighting. He like he like They can't stop him from talking trash. Yeah. Like he's out there talking trash and Mark Coffey's getting on. I'm like, yeah. all right, you need to calm down here. Yeah, he's the loose cannon. Yeah, it's pretty Which great. is surprising because... Wolfgang comes off like in his in his previous iteration as good guy Wolfgang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he came off as a fairly mild guy, like a pretty pretty mellow guy. And now then even just, on Twitter, he does. Now he just runs off at, at the mouth. Now he's just like shoot, shoot, shoot from yep. the hip. Yep, that's great. Uh, Joe Coffey won the discus Larry competitive match, but uh, the finish went exactly how you think it would. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, as soon as Joe Coffey left the ring, walked up the ramp, he was met by his brother Mark, and he took on Walter. Yeah, this was a good match. Well, I need to watch it. You then, do need to watch apparently. it. But yeah, Walter won with a powerbomb. Oh man, another a new patron. That was great. XOD. I don't know how to say this name. XOD. XOD. I don't know, man. I'm not good at pronouncing things. Yeah. So uh, it was a good match. Uh, yeah, it was a good match. Compe- like good said, competitive yeah. match. Oh, yeah. it was a competitive. Yeah, match? Yeah, it was a good competitive match. Uh, Walter, yeah, your name for you. Yeah, I like Walter. Uh, does it look like a big baby? Uh huh. But that's kind of his appeal, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's got a very. I have got, no idea how old he is. He could be anywhere from like in his mid twenties to his mid fifties. Yeah, I'll say mid forties or if early. If he had 50s. just a hint of gray in his hair, he could be like mid fifties. Yeah, but yeah, I see what you're saying. What are you I doing? Are you watching the Walter match right now? <clears throat> uh, no, I'm in the middle of a podcast. I would never do that. I mean, that's definitely the copyright. No, that's that's a. PG, Why are you in my business TV right PG. now? That's my question. You're always looking you. on my screen. We're supposed to be doing a show here. Is anybody telling us should it be remain or leave? Oh, here we go. Remain or leave. Turn that off. Turn one off. Turn oh, the man, look off. at that. Mark is really taking it to Walter right there. Yeah. Look at that. He's like, I got you, you big baby. Oh, you're going to cry for you, Bobby. That's what you're going to do. My gullish, Bobby. All right, all right, all right. 205 Live this was baby next. wants some milk. Suck it from the teat. And you're like the Wolfgang of this show. Put some milk in my coffee. All right, all right, all right. My Joe coffee. Uh, 205 Live kicked off with Mike Canellis <laughs> versus the Brian Kendrick. Yes. Uh, um, he's growing that goatee back a little bit. A little bit. Uh, Maria Canellis, again, on commentary. <laughs> Her in, uh, and uh, Aiden English still sparring verbally. Is this? Yeah, dude. A- Aiden English needs to get better quick. He's yeah. doing the thing that Nigel used to do where he just picks on people. Yeah. And it's kind of unsettling. It's but not then Nigel great. got better about it. Now Nigel's really good. Now he's great. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. I like also when Nigel will reference his own career, too. Mm-hmm. That's always fascinating to me. The level of insight he provides to matches is outstanding. Did you ever end up watching that documentary? No, I haven't had time yet. Oh, it's so I really good. want to. It's so, I don't think it's that long. I don't know. I don't, it's like an hour, isn't it? Maybe. I guess I sh- could have watched that instead of the Fire Festival documentary last weekend. It's Exodia. Oh, like the Yu-Gi-Oh. Exodio. Exodio. All right. Exodia. Um, so Mike Canellis had the upper hand for a good stretch of this match. He was just kicking Brian Kendrick in the head over and over and over. Yeah. Um, didn't go for the pin, though. Um, uh, Kendrick puts in the captain's hook. Canellis gets out. Again, just starts beating up on him. Kendrick reverses one move, hits slice bread number two, and picks up the win. Is this punishment, or is this a story, Larson? Unsure. Yeah. I don't know. kind of feels like it, it could, could go either way. A little bit of A, a little bit of B. It could go either way. Um, I think Mike Can- Mike Canales. There was this there was this awesome close up of him before the match started. He was uh, I think up on the turnbuckle. Him and Maria Canales do like some weird hand symbols. Things. Yeah, and uh, and there was a great close up on him. He looked all sort of menacing. And I'm like, man, that dude's got so. 
he's got so much to offer, I feel. And it is an absolute bizarre thing that he's in right now. Yeah, I know. He's on 205 Live. I know. That's just weird to me. It is weird. Yeah, I don't get it either. So, I don't know, man. It's a bummer. And then they have him losing to Brian Kendrick. I am assuming this is storyline. I hope this is storyline. Yeah, same here. Send him to NXT UK, man. Just let him go. That's what he wants. Let him go. I don't want him to go. I want him to be in WWE doing good. He works so hard to get there. I want him to do what he wants to do to be happy. Next, we have an Where do you think he would go? Ring of Honor? I mean, that's what we heard, but who knows how truthful that is. I mean, we also heard AJ had a hernia. I know. Oh, my God. That's horrible. Yeah. Wait till that chop on the back. Gee, Willikers. It's coming up after this. All right. Uh, we had an Arya Davari promo kind of explained why uh, he turned on Hideo Itami last week. Yeah, um, he said, just how, mu- what, how much do I have to do for you? I'm like, I, that's interesting, but you've only been with Hideo Itami like for three like weeks. three weeks. But they needed some reason. Yeah. I mean, they probably should have gone with, you know what? Th- this goes to show you can't trust anybody. Or I, I only used you to get my foot back in the door here in 205 Right, Live. exactly. Like, Do you yeah. like how we just came up with two better motivations off the top of our heads? I know. <laughs> uh, then we got a Leo Rush promo. Oh, this was good. Yeah, this was good. This was really good. Like, they, Ever since they, they kept him away from the comedy stuff, and it even they sort of had him pivot from comedically arrogant to just like kind of menacingly yeah, arrogant. Yeah, I know, I know. And I really liked it. So he gave a little diatribe on each of the competitors. And he's, got, the he's still got beef with Cedric Alexander. I loved how they played that up in the match. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, that was so good. After that, we had a Brian Kendrick Akira Tozawa promo where they each spoke a bit. Tozawa wants to be a two-time Cruiserweight champion. Can anybody do more with a smile than Akira Tozawa? I don't think so. The crowd, you, you literally, so it was like full screen. You literally hear the crowd light up when he does that big smile of his mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. end. Akira Tozawa is great. Unfortunately, he's going to lose to Buddy, Buddy Murphy, Murphy probably. Uh, Humberto Carrillo had a brief promo. I like this. You know, I liked it because half of it was in Spanish. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. He said, esta noche, which means tonight. Tonight, yeah. Yeah. This night, yes. This night, yeah. <laughs> See, look, you're learning. I, I took sp- I took learning. Spanish in junior high. See. A little bit. So I remember a little bit of it. Oh, that was a choppy. Oh. <laughs> Where's that rewind button? 30 seconds. In 30 um, seconds, I'm going to be And busy. then Cedric Alexander had a brief little promo, too. Yeah, he's kind of boring city. I'll be honest with you. He needs, he needs to move on and do something else. Everybody else's promo just... there's Yeah, he does. That's the thing. Everybody else's promo is just kind of chock full of personality, and then Cedric shows up. And although he's like my second favorite wrestler in the... Oh. <laughs> he's my second favorite wrestler amongst the guys that are there. Leo Rush is my favorite. Uh He's just so devoid of his new ring gear. Looks great, though. I like that. <laughs> oh, bright, the colorful. Stuff? Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, it looked beautiful. It's awesome. Look at that drop kick from Walter. Um, and then uh, we had a. I wonder if I could do a convincing drop kick. It, it seems either it's easier than it seems or way more difficult. <laughs> oh, the power bomb. Oh, my God. There's so much. <laughs> there was so much stink oh, on that. That was ridiculous. Ouch. Hey, yeah. Whoa! Yeah. Uh, next, we had Drake, <laughs> Drew Gulak, and uh, Jack Gallagher backstage. They were complaining about uh, something. I don't remember what it was. Umberto. Yeah. They were complaining about Umberto. Yeah, that's right. But I forget what the and problem was. And somehow it pivots was. to to Tony Nice being suspended too. 
Anyways, uh, in walks Noam Dar. He wants a match with Tony Nese, and Drake's like, "No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give Tony Nese what he wants." Uh, Noam says, "No, I want it," and he says, "Okay, I'll give it to you. You're Plus, I'll make do it no it DQ." Next week. I want it next week. You're gonna do it, Jadik. And it's no DQ. And it's yeah, it's no DQ on 205 Live. Anyways, that's enough of that. Cool. I've seen the main event. It was great. It's good. Yeah. Uh, main event of this show, Leo Rush versus Kira Tozawa versus Humberto Carrillo versus Cedric Alexander. Elimination four-way match, number one contender for Buddy Murphy's Cruiserweight title. This was awesome. Number one, every fatal four-way should be an elimination match. Yeah. Or triple threat. It should always be. Elimination is so great. Oh, it's fantastic. So it kicked off with, so all four competitors sort of staring each other down. And they all turned their attention towards Leo Rush. Well, Leo Rush especially started talking crap to Cedric Alexander. Cedric was talking back. And Cedric's actually, when he's in the ring talking trash, he's great. I know. He's really great. I wish he would bring that to his promos. And then Leo turns to the other two and says, I've beat both of you. And Cedric's like, you haven't beat me. And then they all turn and look at Leo. And there's this great shot of Leo's face as he's realizing that they're all looking at him. He's like. That was good. And then there's this awesome opening sequence where he just starts evading everybody. They all come at him one one by one. And he's doing all this parkour type of Asian stuff. Yeah. And it, it looks great. It was fantastic. It was, it was fantastic. Eventually, it, it starts... Like a lot of uh, multi-person matches, it'll break down into little one-on-one matchups that are interrupted here and there. Um, the first eliminated, though, was Leo Rush. Akira Tozawa kind of kicked him out of the corner right into a lumbar check. Cedric mm-hmm. pins him. Yes. Um, Cedric does like a springboard clothesline and kind of slips on the top rope, which I'm guessing was intentional. Yeah. Because it looked like the most graceful mess up I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of impressive, actually. Yeah. Because, But you're right. And yeah. And so he's still on a knee injury. Um, Akira Tozawa pins uh, Carrillo after a top rope senton. This part was great where uh, uh, Cedric was going for his neuralizer. Akira caught him directly into a German suplex. Yes. I'm happy they're letting Akira do his German suplex. I know, I know. That was awesome. And then he follows up with another German suplex. Mm -hmm. And then uh, after a bit of a wonky uh, reverse Ronda spot, they had to try to hit a couple different times. Uh, Tozawa hits the the, uh, senton on Cedric, gets the win. Yes, yeah. A second time that could have went really bad because they Cedric had him in lumbar checks position. I think what was supposed to happen is he's supposed to kind of throw him up, and Tazawa was supposed to land his shoulders, yeah, in like an electric chair position, and then do reverse runner right from that. But they, they had a hard it time. It got getting weird. Him. It the looks, second time, especially. Yeah, it looked really weird. He was like, it was like one leg, and he was like, Whoa. yeah, he had to get his. his it looked feet really under. ugly, but I thought it was very, very. Uh, I thought it was very. I thought it was a very effective finish. It was mm-hmm. like an ugly finish. Mm-hmm. It helped sort of protect Cedric Alexander. Um, yeah, I thought it was all. I thought it was all really good. And then after Tazara wins, Buddy Murphy shows up in the Titantron. Says, "You're not. Hello, gonna, mate. You're not going to beat me." You can't stop. I'm unstoppable. I'm the greatest. I'm, I'm the greatest cruiserweight of all time. We're we gonna open some mail now. Yeah, I think I know what this is. Caleb, very Caleb Dick here in uh, chat asks, "Are you gonna live react to the All Elite Wrestling ticket party today?" It starts at six p.m. We're not gonna. And that's be a here. big old no. Hard no. Hard pass. Hard pass. Is Kenny gonna be there? Do we have insider info? We don't have insider info. I don't think. At least I haven't read the newsletter yet, but I'd be surprised if he didn't, if he wasn't there. 
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Anyways, go ahead and uh, answer some questions. Or ask two questions. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to look at Super Chats. I put Alex C on timeout, by the way. Why? I forget now. <laughs> he said something rude to me. Oh, he said, and it actually made me chuckle. But I can't let these kids get away with this stuff, man. He said, the professionalism of Steve. Rev- watching something mere minutes after he reviews it. Oh, man. I remember one time we were doing Book of the Match with Dan, and I was watching the main event of SummerSlam 94 as we were doing our recap earlier on. <laughs> That's awesome. So... Steve's not alone. I got your back on that one. Jeffrey Nguyen <clears throat> says, Boogan Hagen, Boogan Hagen. And then he says, I want to rock, but I think he means it in the high-pitched voice, uh, which I do not, I, I don't possess. You used to, but you yeah, said you don't on. anymore. I can't really do that anymore. Jeffrey Nguyen also, he says, I, for one, welcome my new overlord Waynemaker, the GIR Illuminati. He is confirmed become leader of GIR Illuminati. Seems that way. <clears throat> Matt J. Hendricks, Io Shirai versus Shayna Baszler at TakeOver New York is where Baszler loses and is headed to main roster. Maybe. I don't know, man. I think in the same way that I kind of feel like the core six that they've got right now yeah. is they're going to roll with them for another year or so. I kind of feel maybe the same about Shayna Baszler. They're going to they're gonna effectively use her for proper call-ups. Who is this from? Is this from Stevie Bradley? Is this from Stevie Bradley? Is this from Stevie Bradley? A couple of Steve Weisers here. Oh, these are nice and cold too. 
You ready? Oh yeah! Oh hell yeah! From the El Segundo Brewing Company, Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. What? Look at that. That's awesome. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. Stevie Bradley sent it to us. Thank you, Stevie Bradley. Having a hard time tracking this stuff down here in NorCal. Yeah, dude. Save this for our next live stream. Look at it. It says California up here. Well, California. Oh, and it says El Segundo in mine. Oh, wow. Look at that. These are nice and cold. That is that is damn awesome, son. Yeah, we'll drink these in next, uh, I guess, for Elimination Chamber. Heck yeah. Don't you mean, oh, hell yeah? Oh, hell yeah! Are you a dumb son of a bitch? What, you mealy mouth son of a bitch? With your little bitty eyes. Moving on. All right. Uh, Matt J. Hendricks. Oh, you did that one already. Marcus Harrison. Your boy is on day three of fish and veggies. Today is spinach. Build my rep as number one top office heel. I support that fully. Wow. I'm with that. He might be my new hero, my new inspiration. I know. He's just going in there. He's doing what's best for him. Marcus Harrison, no F's given. Alex C's back. He says, wow. He says, wow, Steve. He's like, just wait till I see you. I'm seven feet tall. I'm going to stump you out. Yeah, he is tall. Scorpio85, thanks for the shout out, Steve, because my name is John McCleave. I'm coming for shirts next. Ooh, shirts. Gallus. Uh, Breakingcontrollers.com. Yeah. Between NXT UK and 205. What if they have trios titles? They should just do trios for 205. They don't have enough people there now, man. Yeah, no, not anymore. Donovan Dean, WCW, better stories, fun wrestling, better wrestling. I don't know, man. You got to watch the uh, the Fatal 4-Way on WCW It is really week. good. It so is really far, good. it's match of the year contender it is match fun wrestling. Contender. It's really good. But uh, I appreciate it. I know we got new episodes up today. I've taken the early lead in the ratings battle. It's fine. I had to whip up freaking six theme songs yesterday. Yeah. They're all good, though, but I'm, I'm so close to the limit of what I can do with Garage Exactly. Band, I already feel like I'm past that limit. I'm at the precipice. I'm at the precipice. Let's see where the Because, like, I, I, have a, I have a vibe in my head I'm, I want to capture. Yeah. And Garage Band just doesn't cut anymore. And there's not a whole lot. There's not enough post-processing options. Like, you do you record, you record your own bit. And, like, I want to... I if I want to put a filter on there other than echo or reverb, I can't. Yeah. Or compressor EQ it. It's very frustrating. Anyways, uh, Exodia. Oh, like the Yu-Gi-Oh card. Exodia. Yeah, I don't know anything about Yu-Gi-Oh. Nor do I. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, Scorpio eighty-five. Walter is thirty-one. He's ten years younger than you, and like nine years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Could easily be our age, it seems like. Just looking at him. Matt J. Hendricks, Shirai versus Baszler at TakeOver. I wouldn't be surprised that match happens, but I don't think it'd be a shoe in that you, you would Walter's win. Walter's one of those dudes who looks like... Well, I don't know. We've seen him live. I don't remember. We weren't that close, though. It was, it was PWG. We were pretty close. <laughs> we're like 10 rows back. I'm just saying, the venue's not large. Yeah, I'm not saying we're in the lower bowl at an arena. No, anyways. I'm continue. just saying I wasn't next to the guy. Yeah. I wasn't close enough to know if he looks like intimidating up close. Like, how tall is the guy? If he's 6'4", then okay. I think he's like 6'1 or 6'2". Yeah. I'm hungry. Me too. Uh, His presence is solid, though, in terms of 
His camera presence is definitely solid. Yeah, I remember it's the presence of the PWG solid. show is being pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Wolfpack for life. What aspects or features from other sports, NBA, NFL, and MLB, would you bring to WWE and vice versa? I would bring the red card and yellow card from soccer. Off season. From soccer. An off season. Somebody gets in the ref's face. We get an off season, and that way we can get off season drama with the wrestler movement. That's good. That's always the most exciting, especially the NBA. That's my favorite part of the NBA season is the oh. off-season trade deadline stuff because last so night like, on Twitter, all the trades were happening. I was like, oh, this is cool. When's the trade deadline? Today, right? Yeah, at uh, noon our time. And there's uh, – who was it? Brian Windhorst, I think, was saying that the Pelicans were simply messing with the Lakers to get back at them for tampering, that they had no intentions of trading Anthony Whoa. Davis. And so they kept on demanding like different things. And so to try to throw the chemistry off, <laughs> like the Lakers kept on offering up a bunch of their talent. They pretty much offered their their starting five, save for LeBron. It was Kuzma. It Ball. was Lavar. Yeah. It was it was uh, Ingram. Yeah. It was Josh Hart and somebody else plus multiple first rounders. Right. And uh, it was on a uh, oh what's her name the redhead uh, uh, Rachel Rachel Nichols Rachel Nichols on her show I think it's called the Jump. Uh, Tracy McGrady's on there too, and and she was like she's like I have no insider info. But were the Pelicans just messing with the Lakers for tampering? And Brian Windhorst essentially confirmed it. He was like, "He was like, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in the NBA right now. That's crazy. It's pretty fascinating. That is crazy. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jamie Fonseca, or Fonseca, uh, how long until we see a full merger between 205 Live and NXT? I would and would not be surprised if something like that happened. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, and I, I guarantee they probably don't even know. They're probably still treading the waters and figuring out all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I doubt there's a solid answer. But what is the function of 205 Live? Like, I am curious to know if... Well, like, we know what the function of NXT is and all the NXT subsidiary. It's, the, it's a feeder system. So we know what the, the... what I mean, kind of. Kind of. Like, NXT UK is the one place where I could see there being... There well, were ha- there have to be lifers in NXT UK. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I too should many say they they serve dual purposes. They they serve as a territory for that particular region of the world, and people could probably make a good living spending their entire career there. But also, it's a developmental and feeder system for the main roster. That's what Triple H just said. Yeah. Um, where you, you succeed in one of the territory NXT territories, you move to NXT Prime, you succeed there, you get a path to the main roster. That's the idea. Well, it's funny. He really needs to. Not he needs to. I think it should be interpreted as not if you succeed in the territory. It's if we have a spot that we think you could fill perfectly on main roster, that's who gets called up. Because you could have all the success in the world, but if they're, if you're redundant against somebody else on Raw or SmackDown or Raw and SmackDown, then you're not going to be there. They they call up people. They, they bring in people as they need him, which is kind of the, the idea behind, I think, Drew Gulak going to, going to NXT for that match. Well, they want, yeah, they want a technical showcase for Matt Riddle, so they brought in the best technical wrestler they probably had uh, available. Exactly. And so it's just, they're just there. Uh, with Drew Gulak, though, I don't know, man. I, I, I could see him going to Maine. Oh, I think that'd be good. <clears throat> I think I would be surprised if a year from now he wasn't on Maine or two years from now. Uh, let's see here. The Mayor Pete, what is Eric Bugenhagen's ceiling? 
Um, unless they add some dimension to his character. Uh, I think it's it's too early to tell. I yeah. think I think as a clean slate, it's very high. But obviously in wrestling, a lot has to happen, mm-hmm. you know, for for you to reach that ceiling. Yes. Especially because he didn't make a name for himself in the independent circuit first. So we don't really have like a, a body of work to look at. Exactly. So you're basically starting from scratch and that's not that doesn't always work out the yeah. best. There just isn't a lot of there's not a lot of uh precedent for a guy starting from scratch from a different sport in through the NXT developmental system over the past five years. Or am I wrong about that? I'm thinking. I mean you have maybe the best example is the uh, authors of pain. Mm-hmm. That's well. That's a good example. Yeah, yeah. But I'm yeah. thinking singles wise. Even Velveteen Dream had matches before. Yeah, but but in like uh, Eric Bugenheim, <clears throat> Bugenhagen. It sorry. is a mouthful. Yeah, um, he was an amateur wrestler, so it's not like he's coming in from a completely different sport. He sure. has a wrestling background at least. I mean, you can look at Chad Gable and Jason Jordan as guys who weren't on the independent circuit beforehand, came up through NXT's yeah. developmental system. Yeah. And had some measure of success. Yeah. And again, amateur wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's kind of like the... And I see more personality in this guy than at least Jason Jordan. It might be on par with Chad Gable or maybe even natural charisma above Chad Gable. Yeah, maybe. How tall is he, is Bugenhagen? I don't know. He was a bit taller than Gulak, wasn't he? Yeah. About 6'2", maybe? He seems like, I mean, they said he wrestled as a heavyweight in college. Oh, okay. And he's jacked. Yeah, he's huge. <clears throat> Uh, let's see here. Nope. Uh, oh, this is interesting. David Prock. Uh, the premise of this is if Daniel Bryan is building his is building a faction, as opposed to just keeping it rowing. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, "Could you see Drew Gulak as another intellectual peer of Daniel Bryan?" Oh, I think that'd be good. I would love to see that. I wonder if they have any history. Drew Gulak for a better Earth. There you go. Uh, let's see here. I know Drew Gulak's been wrestling for a long time. I don't know if he's ever crossed paths with one Daniel Bryan. So I wouldn't have known about Daniel Bryan and uh, Mustafa Ali having crossed paths in any way, save for Mustafa Ali saying it. I think so, yeah, right? like 2010, yeah. 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 Um, so I don't know. I mean, Drew Gulak. It's hardly possible. Know. Uh, it's funny because Drew Gulak, I mean, uh, Daniel Bryan seems to have an eye for talent. Yeah. And he has no problem helping them succeed. Yeah, I know. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if a guy like Drew Gulak. Oh, what is what is that right there? Daniel Bryan. Oh, okay. Did they did they have a little thing at the Greatest Rumble? Was Drew Gulak in the... Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember either. Uh, let's see here. Tommy Wise, penultimate Tommy Wiseau. How would a wrestler sell a belt shot from Brian's, from Daniel Bryan's eco-friendly title belt? May act like he got a splinter or something. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Or hemp can be, I guess, depending on how it's processed, might be a little rough. So like a rug burn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be like the case. That. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Did uh, you ever see Dodgeball? Yeah. Were you a fan of that movie? It was all right. Donovan Dean is AEW being overexposed and overhyped. I think I'll put it this way. I think there's way too much very silly conversation about what AEW is and is not. Yeah, we get into that in Matt Chats 
on Sunday. We do. Like people are making people are they've got their jump to conclusions mad out mm-hmm. on that one, and they're jumping to a lot of conclusions. Uh, and you know, obviously, we speculate a lot about all league wrestling. Yeah, based off of what we know. There's a guy with a lot of money. Wrestlers are talking about that money, and uh, it's it's it, it has caused WWE to uh, shift things around, even if it's a little bit. But beyond that, we don't really know a whole lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, all we know is that there's a, there's a company out there who has signed talent. They have money, and that talent is, uh, by all reports, considering uh, that as a possibility as an alternative to WWE. So that's kind of all we know at this point. Yes, but there's a lot of conversation about it. So, which I guess is a good thing for all of you wrestling. Yeah. We'll see how their ticket party goes today. Yeah, that, that should, should be interesting. interesting. I'm going to go to the Discord now and see what the yokels over there are talking oh, about. Oh, my goodness. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Cody Miles. This is probably, we're talking about this on Overrun. The Undertaker's rate. Did you see his rate? Oh, no. What's his rate? $25,000 an hour. Wow. You want me? You're gonna have to pony up. Wow! Some serious cash. Wow! Wow! Good for him. Is there any way we could recoup twenty five thousand dollars plus probably whatever expenses it takes to get him out here Mm-mm. for an hour? No, probably not. To sit down. You're talking about thirty thousand dollars, roughly. Thirty thousand dollars. Could we recoup that in any way? No. No. No, no way. I don't think there's any way we could recoup that no, money. No, we can't do it. I mean, at most, it'd get like 100,000 views. It, it, yeah, I know. At most. <laughs> Isn't he doing uh, He's like doing a, like a three or four day tour in the United Kingdom coming up here soon. Like he's doing a couple of those Inside the Rope shows. If we had him on a podcast and we went like a minute over the podcast, you just doubled your rate. I know. <laughs> no way, man. I'm not, I'm not doing no, that. No, no, no. 25 no grand. Wow. Yowza. That's crazy. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Jimmy Thomas has the stat. Drew is six feet. Matt is six two. So apparently Matt Riddle was hunching quite a bit because maybe when I was looking at it, uh, let's see here. Poofy hair. Uh, yeah, Drew has poofy a lot hair. of poofy hair. Poofy apparently, hair. Uh, an inch of poofy hair at least. He says Drew Gulak should stay in NXT. He could do so well there. Oh yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, Hafty also says, what shouldn't Pat McAfee's theme song be now that he's a member of NXT? I guess today was his first official day. Yeah, I saw that. As an employee. Is he going to be doing, what? what is he going to be, what is he going to be doing, commentary? I yeah. mean, I know he does NXT. I think he's just doing the NXT pre-show stuff, right? That's it? He's I been think. doing that already. Why does he need to be a full I don't know. He's maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's doing something else. I wonder if they're going to groom him for commentary. I think he'd probably be good at that. I like Pat McAfee. Um... I kind of like him better than Sam Roberts. <laughs> you see that song where Sam Roberts said that he wasn't fed? Yeah, we read that together. The line. Oh, did we? No. Yeah. I think they, I mean, this is my speculation. They just kayfabed what would seem pretty obvious to be direction he was getting. <laughs> A bunch of BS, right? Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, both man. him and Pat McAfee stopped what they were doing to listen to what Pat was. McAfee had listening face on, and it wasn't listening to Sam Roberts. It was listening to what's going on. No, because Sam ear. wasn't talking. Because him stops abruptly. Uh, you know, uh, 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 you know. Uh, now pause for about 15 seconds. Because, you really? You want me to say that? Okay. So, uh, Bianca Belair doesn't deserve to be a takeover, really? <laughs> That's kind of how it was. <laughs> That's kind of how it was. Uh, Adam Darwin says, uh, asks, uh, 
What order will the Elimination Chamber participants come out in? Uh, Who's last? For which match? Tag titles or WWE Championship? Let's just do tag titles and save the other one for our predictions. All right. So first two in will be... Let's do... Let's do Riot Squad and Iconics. Third in, do Carmella and Naomi. Fourth, Sasha and Bailey. Fifth, Nia and Tamina, and then uh, Absolution last. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're gonna talk about the Lucha Underground stuff uh, tomorrow. Yeah, on the new show. Yeah, um, it's quite a situation. Yeah, what a debacle. Kind of glad we didn't cover that place. Uh, so anyways, uh, we have a post-show mm-hmm. uh, overrun coming mm-hmm. up for patrons. $5 Thursday, what's the up? theme of Thursday show? It's 10 for the win 10 Thursday. 10 for the win Thursdays. All right. So uh, I better find a non-news story that can inspire a top 10 list. Yes. The Undertaker. Top 10 uh, wrestlers with the highest uh, per, PO. per hour payout. Non-wrestling. 25 grand is crazy. $25,000 an hour. You want me to show up to your birthday party? To your kid's birthday party? $25,000. Joey Ryan showed up at a wedding. They, they paid him his payout and gave him a merch table. Yeah, that's cool. Um, he's probably much more affordable than The Undertaker. Oh, yes. Bring Joey Ryan out here. Yeah, he'd totally do that. He'd do that. Play some video games with him. That'd be cool. I wonder if he likes video games. Seems like a video game playing. Yeah, maybe. Like old's like some Nintendo 64. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Nintendo 64 game. I'd hang out with him for a day. Anyways, not for $25,000, though. Yeah. No. Imagine under- how weird it would be Undertaker went sauntering through that door. Like, what kind of shithole office is this? <laughs> hey, you know what, though? For that $25,000, he'll probably say, I'll put you down like a dog. Probably would. <laughs> Get him to wear that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just do this? Pay $25,000 for one hour for our show. We'll just have him sit in the corner over there. With the shirt on. The shirt on. We'll have an Undertaker cam shirt on. There you go. With like the, or, uh, a cam on him with like friendomarket.com. <laughs> and maybe it'll sell. Be like QVC. There you go. Yeah. Some premium garments here. <laughs> He's just very bratwurst. Yeah, pretty much. Put him in some skits. Just, this shirt. Just crank a bunch of content out there. Guaranteed pedo. Put him in Frendo Road. There you go. <laughs> he can be the H champion. I know. Undertaker, do you want to be H champion? <laughs> What kind of piece of shit belt is this? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Scorpio85 says, thanks for making my one-year-old daughter smile while watching. Well, that's good. That's always fun when your little one-year-old smiles because you're like, why are you smiling? It's either because they farted, they pooped. Or you actually did something to it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Here's an ad for our Patreon. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description.
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.